Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somers Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the district's communications coordinator, and it's Thursday, April 15th, a rainy day here in Somers, but that is not stopping Dr. Ray Blanche from sharing his superintendent's update. How are you today, Ray? Great, thanks, Amanda. Let's talk about some new updated guidelines that just came down from the New York State Department of Health. Correct. Uh, really the biggest piece inside of there, which is a good component, I would say, is we have had to have had 12 feet of separation for our children in our music and in physical education so that 12 foot is now down to six feet. So as Great. that will come on board, that certainly just allows us more flexibility in each one of those classrooms. So that will be a good change. Has that had an effect on who will have to quarantine if a positive case is in a class that's well, that's a great thought. So the reality of in the classroom, where as we've been doing over the last week, and uh, yesterday was the full day, everybody was in K through 12. Uh, those second, those seventh through 12th grade or sixth through 12th grade classrooms are less than six feet. If there is a quarantine or a, a positive case there, it doesn't mean the quarantine that circle is less than six feet. It's still the same six feet. So who is ever in that circle? is there so the quarantining numbers would not change they stay so. the same they so do. anybody even though the kids are only three feet apart the quarantine circle is six feet from the positive case correct and again from practicality the 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 desks are closer to four feet apart um, it's just less than six anything less than six then we need to go ahead and grab all the students that are inside that six foot piece so how's it been going this week with everybody coming oh, back it's in been great walking through the halls the kids are very positive you know some the, the thing here is i kind of got used to being at home i'm not sure if i want to be back you know yeah. <laughs> that kind of getting a few fewer minutes of sleep yes yeah a few fewer minutes there, but just lots of laughter and, and lots of connectivity and actually went out to look at the um, dismissal at the end of the day actually at the middle school is our first day of everybody here so there's a little bit of line parents are doing great just trying to help us you know get our students out of this campus safely and things talked to a couple of parents and kids and they you know they were energized and excited to be here around their friends and yeah so. parents have been incredibly supportive yeah, as absolutely. we've navigated all these yes. different systems and had to change systems and yeah. parents have been really patient the agility been, is much appreciated yep, yeah it's been great so let's talk about graduation oh this is a yeah fun and exciting <laughs> topic and i know a lot of people have been waiting to hear um, yes. and the high schools made a decision about what they're doing yes and so one key piece in the decision there is we're looking at it will be on school grounds and so uh, where we're looking at going back to where we've historically done that behind Primrose. And we've got our tent, uh, we've we're identified a vendor, we've gone ahead and, and uh, reserved that tent for that time frame. so we're, we're gonna be here. And so now as we look at, we're trying to best determine how do, you, how do you go ahead and operationally do that. So we need to look at, is it either one or does it have to be two separate pieces? So is it a midday, later day, or can we do one session? Everybody all at once. We do know from the guidelines in the state, it's, you know, a graduate can have two individuals there to uh, see in person the graduation. So each graduate can only bring two people right. to the ceremony. Right, right, that's the... And last year, they had to be in cars, right? They, well, that was the option of if you're doing this drive-in thing, so right. you could be in a car and you could have you know a few more folks there, but that was your pod inside your right. car. And so that that's a piece and Mr. Bear is working through with uh, the graduation committee at the high school with some students on there and some parent reps on there, some faculty reps on there. And so it is nice to talk about yeah. graduation and I just visually can see our children walking, you know, from the high school where they would walk 
over to Primrose and where many of them started their career with us. And so it's getting closer to where we used to be. It's not fully, but it's it feels really good. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I'm sure the kids are really excited too. Yes. They've yeah, and missed a lot and it must be so nice to think about something that will be relatively normal Agreed. in the whole scheme of things. And, and adding to that, which will be kind of a carryover from last year, they're also going to do the car parade. Uh, so, very popular. Yes. <laughs> so they'll be kind of have two experiences in that regard. And mm -hmm. so uh, that will be an added value, I think, to the end of the year celebrations for our seniors this year. So what will, what will be the deciding factor in whether you have one, two, or possibly three different graduation ceremonies? So the guidance that we just got on last Friday, we're going to plan as for one. And then if for whatever reason, as we know these things do change under our feet very quickly from guidance documents, <laughs> we'll be able to fall back and do a two or a three. So those folks that are attending, they need to go ahead and have completed their vaccination, at least remove two weeks. Okay, so they need to be fully vaccinated, which means two weeks after their second shot or one shot, if it's Johnson & Johnson. Correct. Okay, and will they have to show proof of that? Yes, so they would need to show proof of that and if they were not able to do that or don't have that completed, they would have to show proof of having uh, been a neg received a negative test, okay. COVID test. And so, so proof of a negative COVID-19 test within 72 hours of the graduation ceremony or proof of being fully vaccinated? Yes. Okay. And again, if, if those um, guidelines change over the next six weeks, we will adjust and change with them as well too. And so, so. those are state guidelines? Yes. So those are state guidelines, that we'll, we'll, but we will change off those if we need to. The clear advantage we have here, which is nice, we have pretty much always done this, we're outside for our ceremony. So that helps just being outside, it gives us more flexibility. And will everybody be wearing masks under the tent? Yes, we would still need to be wearing masks in that regard. So we're gonna look at that tent, see exactly how many uh, participants in that day we can get underneath the tent, and if we can spill out onto the grass area to allow us to get more we're going to explore that um, so that's the part we're going to, that's the detail we're trying to figure out exactly how close can we get to a a one session versus two session time oh well that's exciting yeah. i'm glad for the seniors yeah that'll yeah. mean a lot to them absolutely and again thanking our parents on that work and our kids on that work and make having them own where we're going with that related to that mr bear and the team is also looking at the prom and so our prom will be on site and we'll more than likely use that uh, same area, that grass area, the tent in any way we can, so we can go ahead and have a prom experience for the kids as well too. Not the same, but at least they'll get them together and, and have an opportunity to be um, in one area, a much larger area than we're used to. You know, we do an indoor prom, but hopefully we can be out there, enjoy some of uh, that experience. Will there, need, will there be any requirements for vaccinations or COVID-19 So that would be the same thing, okay. the screening, the vaccinations and things like that. Yes. So same as for the graduation. Yep. Okay. Yep. That would be the same. And you had mentioned earlier that that you've heard a lot of seniors are going out and getting vaccinated. Yes, they they are, which is which is good, and and that was happening uh, very very quickly, I would say. And what we're hearing and seeing is that they're getting access to those shots relatively quickly. Right. You remember when this was just a few months ago, and you had an appointment that was out two months before you got it we're not hearing that that those shots are coming within a matter of days once it's called that they're starting to get those shots and things so. i know they're anxious to be able to participate in the senior fund so they are definitely have motivation to yes. go out and get vaccinated yes. and our and our seniors as well as under our underclassmen are wrapping up their senior or their season number two for winter sports 
uh, far fall sports and then now they're getting ready to go ahead and start spring here right around the corner so that will again see our students out on the athletic fields be it on the lacrosse field or be it on the baseball or softball and things so we're very much looking forward to getting a little bit closer back to the some of the normalcy that we're used to what will the spectating rules be for the spring sports yep so those right now unless and i believe section one is going to look at it again for sure um, they will parallel with what we're going through right now. So a, a, an athlete will uh, have two family members that would be able to go in that regard. So and that's the it. parents and stuff. Yes. And two I don't, family members per athlete. Yep. And so, and I, and I believe what we're looking at now is that um, probably next week the, the section will revisit that again for the spring sports. So, you know, we hope that we have some flexibility to possibly open those up because the numbers of individuals we typically get for some of those games is not uh, into the hundreds. It may be into the dozens, but it might, if we can provide opportunity for more family members to come or even you know, some partial number of our students to be able to come, then we would like to take advantage of that. So hopefully we'll get some good news coming out of that updated guidance. Okay, <laughs> things are looking up. All right, thanks Dr. Blanche. Right. Thanks, Amanda.